Hello, I'm Shitakshi and you have tuned in to Cut the Noise, a news podcast brought to you by Jagran. Today is Tuesday and the 17th of October. Let's talk about the news of the nation and happenings around the globe. So without any further delay, let's start with the headlines of the day. Supreme Court denies adoption rights to queer people in 3-2 verdict during landmark hearing on same-sex marriage. Gas cylinder atropies 500 loan weaver. Congress tries to woo women farmers in Madhya Pradesh poll manifesto. Manish Sodia can't be in jail for indefinite period, says Supreme Court to CBI and ED. In Israel-Palestine war, Hamas confirms number of hostages held in Gaza, Biden to visit Israel. Russia's Putin arrives in China to meet dear friend Xi Jinping. Maruti to issue preference shares to Suzuki Motor Corp worth over 12,000 crore. In South Africa versus Netherlands match, rain starts again, covers are back on in Dharamshala. Now let's dive into the details. The Supreme Court of India, in a historic hearing on legal approval of same-sex marriages on Tuesday, issued a 3-2 ruling on the matter of adoption rights. Chief Justice of India D.Y. Chandrachun and Justice S.K. Call acknowledged the adoption rights of queer peoples, whereas Justice S. Ravindra Bhatt, Justice P.S. Narsimha and Justice Hima Kohli dissented. CGI, however, while supporting the adoption rights, made a scathing remark on the Central Adoption Resource Authority's regulation, terming it as violative of Article 15 of the Constitution of India. Chief Justice of India, D.Y. Chandrachun, stated that the Juvenile Justice Act 2015 does not prohibit unmarried couples from adopting. The Union of India failed to demonstrate that preventing unmarried couples from adopting serves the child's best interests. Therefore, CARA has overstepped its authority by prohibiting unmarried couples. Moving on to next national news, the Congress Party on Tuesday released its manifesto for the Madhya Pradesh Assembly elections 2023. The aspirational document, while focusing on youth, women and farmers, promises free electricity and agricultural loan waiver in the state. Madhya Pradesh Party President Kamal Nath, party leader Digvijay Singh and other leaders unveiled the document during an event in Bhopal. Now let me tell you some key highlights of this manifesto. The first one is Jai Kisan Krishi Rin Mafi Yojana, that is Agricultural Loan Waiver Scheme to continue in the state. Farmers' loan up to Rs 2 lakh will be waived off. Second, women will be given Rs 1500 per month under the Nari Sammanidhi Scheme. Domestic gas cylinders will be given Rs 500. Under Indira Griha Jyoti Yojana, 100 units will be given as a waiver and 200 units will be given at half rate. To start the old pension scheme, 2005 OPS. 5 horsepower electricity will be provided free of cost to the farmers for irrigation. To waive off the outstanding electricity bill of farmers. To withdraw falls and baseless cases related to farmers' movement and electricity. The pension amount of multiple disabled people will be increased to Rs 2,000. <coughs> Congress party to conduct caste census. Another one, Congress promises 27% reservation to OBCs in government services and schemes. Skill Upgradation University in the name of St. Romani, Ravidas and Sagar to come up. The labour rate of Tehindu leaves will be Rs 4,000 per standard bag. 
under the padhao padhao scheme rupees 500 per month will be given to the children of government schools from class 1 to 8 rupees 1000 per month to class 9 to 10th and rupees 1500 per month to the children of class 11th and 12th School education will be free in Madhya Pradesh. The PESA Act, made during the tenure of Congress, will be implemented in the tribal notified areas. Moving on to another national news, the Supreme Court on Monday said they cannot keep former Deputy Chief Minister and Aam Aadmi Party leader Manish Sisodia in jail for an indefinite period of time in the Delhi excise policy cases. The remark of the court came while it was hearing the bail pleas of Sisodia, who was arrested in the excise policy cases being probed by both the Central Bureau of Investigation and the Enforcement Directorate. A bench of Justices Sanjeev Khanna and SVN Bhatti told Additional Solicitor General SV Raju appearing for two probe agencies that once the charge sheet is filed in a case, arguments on the charge should commence immediately. Moving on to the international section, the ongoing armed conflict between Israel and Palestinian militant outfit Hamas, which started with the latter's onslaught on the Israelis. Territory on October 7 completed 10 days on Tuesday. Hamas confirmed the total number of Israeli and non-Israeli hostages who were being held captive by it and other resistance factions. US President Joe Biden's forthcoming visit to Israel has been confirmed by the White House. The visit will focus on Israel's needs. He will also discuss US President Joe Biden will visit Israel on Wednesday. American Secretary of State Antony Blinken confirmed the president will hear from Israel what it needs to defend its people as we continue to work with Congress to meet those needs, Blinken stated. Blinken also added that the US president will hear from Israel how it will conflict its operations in a way that minimizes civilian casualties and enables humanitarian assistance to flow to civilians in Gaza in a way that does not benefit Hamas. Moving on to another international news, Russian President Vladimir Putin arrived in China on Tuesday to meet his dear friend Xi Jinping, bolstering their relationship at a summit that will be overshadowed by the Israel-Hamas war. China this week welcomes representatives of 130 countries for a forum of President Xi's landmark project, the Belt and Road Initiative that Beijing is using to extend its global influence. Putin is at the top of the invitation list with the Russian leader on its first trip to a major global power since the Ukraine invasion threw his regime into international isolation. An AFP journalist on the tarmac saw his plane landed in China just before 9:30 a.m. Moving on to the business section, Maruti Suzuki India Limited is set to issue 1.23 crore equity shares of the company, each having a face value of rupees 5 to Suzuki Motor Corporation on a preferential basis. The consideration payable by the company for such purchase of 100% of the SMG's equity shares shall be discharged by the way of issue an allotment of 1.23 crore equity shares of the company having the face value of rupees 5 each to SMC at a price of rupees 10420 per equity share on a preferential basis the company said in an exchange filing on october 17 at 10:30 am the stock was trading at rupees 10636 down 0.65% from the previous close on the NSE post the preferential issue of shares Suzuki Motor Corporation Japan shareholding in India's largest passenger car manufacturer will go up to 
58.19% from 56.48% earlier. Moving on to the sports section, South Africa will be aiming to continue their winning run when they face the Netherlands in match 15 of the ongoing ODI World Cup 2023 at the HPCA Stadium in Dharamshala on Tuesday. The Proteas have won two out of their first two matches in the tournament, while the Dutch haven't tasted a win so far in the tournament. A win will take the Temba Buvuma's side to the top of the points table with a better run rate than the men in blue who currently sit in the, at the first place. Talking about the weather in Dharamshala, it is expected to remain overcast on Tuesday with a 60% possibility of rain during match hours. So, dear listeners, that's all for today in Cut the Noise here in Jagran Podcast. We cut the clutter, cut the noise and deliver you news, which is actually news. Stay tuned.